0: Welcome to Portraits of Clongos, a podcast series that takes you on a journey into the lives of former pupils of Klongos Wood College. My name is Rossum McDermott, and in this podcast series, we will speak with alumni from Clongos to hear their first-hand accounts of the transformative impact this school has had on their lives. Today, we're joined by Professor Bobby Smith a HSC consultant in child and adolescent psychiatry and a special interest in substance abuse. Bobby left Congos in 1985. Bobby, what's your memory of the place?
1: Lots of memories. I mean, the, the general feeling about it is obviously a positive one. I certainly ended up that way. But, you know, as I sort of thought about this conversation I was going to have with you today, obviously I reflected back that it, it certainly wasn't all smooth, it wasn't okay. all wonderful, it wasn't all easy.
0: You haven't dragged out all these bad memories, have we?
1: No, uh, but no, absolutely not. I, w- I wouldn't say uh, overall it was, uh, even a phase of it was particularly bad, but there were definitely bits of it I found challenging. The first few years, trying to find your place, trying to settle in. Like I, I arrived in Clongos in second year. Okay. So, yeah so that was back in 1980 I'd spent my first year in the local school in Longford and St. Mel's oh, right. I was very settled there yeah. and I suppose a bit, a bit ambivalent maybe about leaving there
0: And there's no history of Clongos in family?
1: No uh, no. my dad had been to a boarding school but he'd been to Ballyfin and my oh, mum right. had been to a boarding school in, in, in Mullingar Yeah Martin
0: Nugent was talking about Ballyfin the other day Really? Yeah he had two years there he didn't work for him <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, that's. I'm not sure. Was it still an option when? Uh, it's a hotel, that Yeah, it's sort of sort of fabulous six star <laughs> hotel or something like that. He
0: said it was five mo hotel then.
1: Yeah, I think my dad has been back to see himself <laughs> and uh, yeah, he remembers it very, very differently yeah. all right.
0: And you're from Longford, right? Eh? Yeah, yeah, from maybe. Longford, yeah. yeah. So there's yeah. a big, well, a trip from deep Midlands to more deep country. Was yeah, it? Com-
1: completely. And I had no real preparation. Uh, you know, I was told a few months beforehand that I may well be going to this place uh, and was happy enough, I think, just to go along with the plan, I suppose. I trusted my parents. And went along not really knowing what to expect. I did make a decision, I wrote to them about six weeks later, sort of said, no, I've had enough of this place now, you can come along and pick me <laughs> up, I'm going home. Yeah, you have uh, to go home. Um, and my mother actually kept the letter, which is brilliant, so I, I still have it at home yeah. because my own sons have ended up there and I, yeah. I, I showed it to them, I suppose, as well, to, yeah. partly in preparation at this place. is You know, it's not necessarily always easy there.
0: So six weeks, Barely got you to Halloween, really. Yeah, it?
1: completely. I was, yeah. I, And, you know, what was sold to me by my parents at the time was because, you know, they came, I do remember sitting outside the under 14 pitch, you know, they came along on a half day on a Wednesday, <laughs> me showing my scraped knee, sort yeah. of saying, look what's happening yeah. to me in here. <laughs> uh, yeah, but, but they didn't quite buy it, but they didn't completely dismiss me. They sort mm. of said, why don't you give it till Christmas? Yeah. Uh, and I did. And I never brought it up again. Uh, and became increasingly uh, i suppose settled there and comfortable there maybe you, you find your tribe within your year right. find a few buddies and definitely year upon year i think it's it's more fifth year or sixth year you really settle into the place yeah. uh, and you did
0: five years didn't you
1: yeah so yeah. It from For second us it was
0: uh, was well, now called TY and are we did O-levels. Exactly, we did O levels uh, as well. Yeah, yeah, and that yeah. year was it was a free year. You did a bit of study, but that was the, the year that you could, if you hadn't made it by then or relaxed, it was never going to happen because you had no pressure at all.
1: Well, that wasn't much, but I said there's even less now. Yeah. TY <laughs> is a wonderfully unstructured yeah, year for absolutely. kids now, whereas yeah. for us, we did have the O levels, you yeah. know. And
0: but you, you weren't, a, it didn't really matter the result. You, you didn't no. have any pressure to get so many HS points or whatever it was no you know? completely
1: yeah yeah so yeah, that's what yeah.
0: we enjoy. I remember that in seventy six was a brilliant summer. So history has made that year something we <laughs> think is incredible.
1: Yeah, well it's also, I suppose, the age we're at. We're right? yeah. so fifteen, sixteen. Yeah. You're beginning to reach a point where you're venturing out a bit more into the world and yeah. and that bit of confidence and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. It's amazing how many people say first year Christmas. Every told hang in there for Christmas and see what happens. Yeah. Because we're all kind of waiting, we're not coming back. But then we come back after holidays and suddenly it kind of worked itself out.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you just began to feel a bit more comfortable there. And, you know, I suppose no day is per- perfect. No, no, no school is perfect. No mm-hmm. group of lads are going to be constantly friends. Yeah. Wonderful and warm and positive. There's a lot of slagging goes on, I yeah. guess, uh, in, in every context. And, you know, if you're just having a bad day and a wrong person says the wrong thing yeah. to you at the wrong moment, it can, it can sort of get under your skin. And, and Yeah. But what you. it
0: teaches you though, is that you can't React the way you would like to react, maybe at home or be aggressive, because that uh, you find very, very quickly that it makes it worse.
1: Yeah, I yes, suppose you can't do that. And you also can't avoid. I think that's the right. other big challenge uh, of being Like You have in the to go place. to
0: breakfast, you have to go to yeah. lunch, you have to go to tea. So yeah. there's no hiding. We didn't yeah. say you're in six, here, in your room, maybe.
1: Yeah, no, uh, certainly in those first few years, you know, if you are having a bad time, you know, it does strike me as maybe one of the, the, the easier things about a day school environment. If you're having a bad time at school, yeah. With your classmates, you can always then go home when you're in the the warmth and love and affection of your <laughs> family, or you're off out with playing football with your lads mm-hmm. in the football club yeah. locally, and it's a different group. Whereas in Clongos, it, it's the, the challenge of the place uh, at certain the more difficult times <laughs> is that you're having breakfast with these guys, yeah. you're in and out of class with them all day long. Your um you know, at rugby training with them yeah. before study or yeah. uh, No, you learned
0: how to deal with confrontation, whether you wanted or didn't want it, how to deal with it yeah. and uh, live together with people you may not like for one day to the next.
1: Yeah, and I do think that's that's something that we all probably learned as you went on. Yeah. And that I suppose different groups sort of form and mm. maybe they clashed a little bit uh, in the early years. But people developed a skill of, of, I suppose, just negotiating around one another. The truth is no one is looking for agro and conflict. No, but, and, it, but it's,
0: it is life. It's a microcosm of life. You get a, yeah. a taste of it very early on. And you have to figure out how you manage your way through the, uh, they they look like Mickey Mouse things, but the time, geez, your man doesn't like me, what do I do? You learn to navigate your way safely if you can. Yeah, completely. there's no bullying in your time, was there?
1: No, there really yeah. wasn't. Yeah. You know, there was there a bit a bit of, of verbals. Some people yeah. definitely got a hard time in well, terms. But slagging
0: of, could be very sharp.
1: Yeah, and I guess we all got some of it, yeah. and and a bit of it maybe toughens you up and yeah. and helps you you know be a little bit less fragile perhaps, which is good. But but I suppose yeah, I, I do think some people got more than their fair share of it. Went on a bit long and. You know, my, yeah, my guess is that I happens in every school. And
0: say is some things that I wouldn't be too proud of. Yeah. But I developed a sharp tongue because I was a weakling and a sharp tongue was the thing that saved you for 30 seconds every day maybe. You know what I mean? Yeah, to be quick-witted w- yeah. was
1: handy. And actually, I'm not <laughs> quick-witted at all. I have a very slow brain. <laughs> yeah. It turns over very, well, very slowly. I learned
0: that Bobby to be very quick early on because, geez, I didn't think I was going to survive some days early on. Because I was, yeah. I was the first in my family, a bit of a, Pampered kid, I, my yeah. parents thought and I wasn't really that confident because I came from Spain to Ireland. Okay. So yeah. it was all over the place. Yeah, big cultural and These guys do it. all the way, the ropes, they had brothers. So you, you had to learn survival. And yeah. mine was my uh, tongue, unfortunately.
1: Yeah, well, that's a good asset to have. <laughs> well, I
0: don't know some of the things I said I'd love to take back, but We can't do that today. No. And no. what are the things that you take from was your time there into life uh, that may have formed your character or thinking?
1: Um, again, it's a big question. Um like, probably the biggest thing I, I've taken for Klongos, maybe it hasn't formed my thinking, is more the group of friends mm. um, that it's left me with. Uh, and I do think that's actually probably the most special thing about Klongos, from my perspective anyway, mm. is that you develop an intensity and quality of friendship that I just don't think, you know, regular day school sort of provides. You're sort of in the trenches together. You've been, <laughs> you're gone through the tough times and the and the good times together. And, and there's a, a bond and connection that is really, you know... A, it seems to be lifelong because I'm, I'm over 30 years out of the place now mm. and still I'd be in face-to-face and phone contact with, you know, a bunch of lads from school on a week-to-week basis. And that's the most wonderful thing, uh, I suppose, that, that I've taken from Klongo's. But, you know, I'm aware that, that Klongo's tries to do more than that. Mm. And, you know, the, the 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 motto, the man for others yeah. idea. I would have certainly walked into Klongo's rather individualistic and, and self-focused and, and not very outward-looking and, and probably didn't necessarily leave it vastly different. I didn't think I did. But, mm. uh, you know, on reflection, I do wonder, uh, does the whole experience there, does a bit of a like a grenade effect? There, yeah, something.
0: I, I, I relate to kind of time bombs. As you get older, little things have been set off in your head unbeknownst to you. Yeah. And somehow over the decades, they, the relevance of them or the forming of them becomes more apparent. And you start to see things a certain way without realizing you see them that way. Yeah, and I've met I've met Jesuit educated guys who I didn't know, in business. I wonder how they thought that way. And in the end, one guy had gone to Crescent. Yeah, and we were both trained to think the same way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is, um, you know, as an older man, you say it's impossible that could happen, but it does.
1: Yeah, yeah, and I I don't know what the the, the magic <laughs> component yeah, of that there, is. Yeah, something there. I don't know what it is,
0: but um, it it's probably.
1: Given me a sense of, um, I think I hate the word social justice. I really mm. do, um, but um, I think it's just thrown around too much and is sort of a stick to beat people with too mm. often. But you know that's part of what this idea of the, the man for others piece yeah. is, is about that the Jesuits were on about so much that seemed to felt like at the time it was going <laughs> over my head. But you suppose the the area I work in the the sort of issues that concern me that that I try to involve myself in yes. at a societal level largely. I suppose, involve, you know, w- dealing with people who, who, who've who got struggles and issues that are well outside my realm of, of personal, you know, sort of experience. But, what, um, drew, what drew you to that? In terms of, of work, I suppose, you know, I almost stumbled into medicine without much thought about it. I was nearly going to do engineering and at the last minute sort of switched into medicine and, and struggled to find my place actually within medicine and figure out what sort of area of, of practice I wanted to go in, liked psychiatry, within psychiatry, like child psychiatry, mm-hmm. um it seemed much more interesting, the whole, you know, complex uh, issue of, of a this evolving person growing mm-hmm. up in the context of a family, the good and bad of that family perhaps, who I just found fascinating. And then and then within that, I suppose I I, I, I Got drawn into the area of substance use and, and mm. addiction,
0: which is a huge problem nowadays.
1: Is it? Um, or, it's honest with you, Ross. I don't think it's any bigger a problem nowadays than it was. You know, ten, fifteen years ago uh, in Dublin, actually, it was way worse. Probably twenty five years ago, right. when there was a horrendous heroin epidemic mm. that, that affected the city. Now it didn't affect sort of the the boys that would have been going to Clongos because <laughs> you know it was the most deprived parts of the city. We were pretty devastated by that at the time, and we've nothing uh, to compare with. Yeah, we used with, to see with, it with with it through that.
0: the boys' club. To a boys' club, and that's right, and that's uh, the only way we in the north inner, inner any, city yeah, there. Yep. got any kind of face time with any issues like that, yeah, as, yeah, as young people,
1: and, yeah. And and maybe it's partly to my shame I never yeah. got involved with that club at that time. Yeah. It was the Clongos Youth Club, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah. But that was right in the heart of it, I right. suppose. That was the north yeah. inner city uh, around Shore McDermott Street, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. Um, you know, and 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 yeah, I suppose I'm dealing with subsequent iterations of that particular problem. But to be honest with you, they're not nearly as bad as the challenges that would have been faced by people in my position, you know, back 25, 30 years ago.
0: Is it demotivating or
1: depressing what you see? I don't find it to be like that at all. I do think maybe what helps is that I, I'm constantly dealing with a new generation of teenagers. Right. I'm in the job twenty years ago. The challenges I was facing twenty years ago are quite different than now back twenty years ago. Actually there were a cohort of kids, you know, who were addicted to heroin. But heroin's now completely gone and, and from that age range anyway. Mm. And it's just new issues. I mean cannabis was very much the dominant substance then, you know, five, ten years ago and, and now we've a broader range of substances alongside cannabis and vaping coming in. So there's yeah. constantly new challenges and the patient group you're dealing with, I suppose, not everyone does well. And I do think that's one of the challenges in the adult services. They're dealing with the same adult, like from the age 20 up to the age 50. And that, that, that must be challenging. Whereas for me, I might deal with them 14 yeah. to 18, but then they, they sort of age out of our service and they move on to the adult service. So, I've got a new crop of 14, 15-year-olds to deal with. Mm. And, and there's enough people do well enough to, suppose, keep you enthusiastic and motivated. So I'm 57 now. I've probably got another eight, ten years left in the job. But, uh, you know, I'm in no rush to to exit it. And the choice of
0: sending your boys to Clungles was a a no-brainer?
1: Um, I certainly was always something I was pretty keen on. I, I really would have had a view that it's not a place for everyone. Uh, mm. I do think it really helps to be socially uh, adept and capable, uh, you know, to negotiate the, mm. the inevitable tough times and challenges that crop up, crop up there. So it wasn't just automatic, Every any son of mine is definitely yeah. going to Clongo's. It was also, I suppose, my wife to, to, to persuade. <laughs> yeah. You know, she didn't have a background in boarding schools.
0: And sometimes that can be tough to understand what I actually gives you because looking from the outside you wonder is it really like my wife think I have a Disneyland version of Klong was is yes to a point but I have two daughters so I didn't have that decision to make. Yeah. But I understand what you're saying about your wife. You have to really bring them along to explain what it is.
1: Yeah. Um particularly when we were living in Dublin, you know we had yeah. six or seven decent schools on our doorstep, but yeah. well, what are we doing sending <laughs> our kids away for? Yeah. Um so that involved a few conversations with Mary, I suppose, to bring her along. But in fairness, you know, she she, she was uh, happy enough with the plan, although, you know, she had expressed some reservations. Um, and I was happy enough with the two boys in terms of their journey through primary school um, mm. that they had the uh, personality and, and, and social skills to negotiate the challenges yeah. that they were going to face there uh, and to avail of the opportunities that it mm. presents as well. So, um to be honest with you it's worked out well that there's been patches for probably for both of them yeah. where they were not in love with the place at all at all Um but, still there I think. Yeah so, so Ben finished last year yeah. a Rhetoric whatever 2023 yeah. and Matthew is still there so he's in yeah. fifth year you know he's in that zone I think now as a yeah. fifth year because that's really when I think you grow into the school and yeah. you're part of higher life. You see the and, end
0: in sight where you're more positive you're more comf- self-confident I suppose You yeah. have, your, as you say you have your place yeah. in your year in the school and Nobody's gonna be mess around with you in the sense that you're one of the senior people, really on the way up.
1: Yeah, yeah. But you know, it it still does strike me what what a strange place it is still. (laughs) you know uh these, like it's november it's you know 4 or 5 degrees outside yeah. and and these lads walking out to you wearing sliders <laughs> in their shorts t-shirts.
0: you know it, yeah. it,
1: this isn't Greece in june yeah, yeah, uh, but i suppose the nature of the place is you, you yeah. they spend so much of their time indoors uh, yeah. you know
0: and uh, somehow the the further up you get the school not the less clothes you wear but the more funky you are able to do flip flops and t-shirts Somehow it seems warmer the higher you go. <laughs> yeah, it certainly seems to be that I don't remember either. being that hot. No, really. <laughs>
1: absolutely. I remember wearing <laughs> jumpers. I, I still haven't lost my, my jumper enthusiasm.
0: Yeah. And do you have visually a memory that when you first saw the place, Bobby, that stands out? I guess the avenue, mm-hmm. you know, it's
1: it's such an imposing and striking uh, journey down there and it takes a bit of time. And I do remember going back there, you know, I, uh, sort of after a weekend's leave and, and that slight sinking in your stomach to be honest with you again during yeah. those first few years it yeah. wasn't like yippity-dippity-doo I'm back in the <laughs> holiday camp as yeah. Father Shield might say yeah. Right, I didn't that wasn't my experience the first few years but it was always grand once you got once you walked
0: yeah. through the door we used to always sing the gates of hell once you went in the the gates there that was a standard song we always had going back in yeah, because you always had the sinking feeling, no matter how positive. You are, here we go again, Monday morning. Tomorrow, yeah. this part of
1: it is just you're back into <laughs> yeah. studying and, and class, and and
0: yeah, yeah. 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 And any other, any people stand out that you remember? I suppose that you know again. I only mentioned Father
1: S.H.I.E.L. Like uh, I do find it remarkable and actually wonderful that that there's there's some teachers there even from my time. Like mm. uh, like. Ben and Matthew were born when I was in my late 30s. So I wouldn't have mm. thought there'd be any, any overlap in teachers, but like Martin Wallace was there, yeah. so I would have, you know, he would have taught me English. Uh, I was a pretty unenthusiastic student, but... <laughs> he never gave up. <laughs> well, he, he sort of persevered to his eye to heaven a little bit, yeah. but, you know, uh, like Ben had, had uh, Martin for English and I think that's great and, mm. and Ben's actually a really good student at English. Father Steele is there still, has really changed because uh, I remember him at the time, certainly my first few years, mm. you know, he was uh, he was the in the school, I yeah. suppose he was the one who kept the place disciplined and maybe ensured there was no bullying and, me- and serious messing going on. Yeah, he
0: brought back a structure which he was familiar with dress code, order, timeliness. Notice yep. that we never lacked information. And for a few years before he arrived, that wasn't there. In fact, in '73, the Clongonian couldn't be published because the guy showed up in flip flops wow. and t shirts. So he okay. brought back.
1: Yeah, yeah, a no. bit of
0: order, law and order. As you'd like to. Yeah,
1: there was very clear structure, and yeah. I do think structure and a and a reasonable set of rules that are <laughs> that are manageable and attainable yeah. and, and deliverable is is the way to go. But he was the enforcer. Was. But what's odd now, is, I suppose, going back uh, when he's moved very much into into the rector role, yeah. and, and my son's experience of him will be very very different <laughs> to, to my to my. Yeah. Um, no,
0: we had a forty-fifth reunion two weekends ago, and he was there making a speech for me yeah. and uh, saying the mass. And in some ways, you have to pinch yourself because you could be it could be seventy-three, eighty-three, ninety-three, two thousand three. Yeah, completely. It's a const- the man provides a constancy that would be missed.
1: Yeah, completely. No, it, it is really wonderful. And I just sort of say his voice hasn't changed yeah. at all, and such a clear thinker and, and good yeah. communicator.
0: Girl monkey. Yep. Yeah. Yes. And our pieces of music. They yeah. come to mind that take you back to being 12, 13, 14 or a cool 17, 18-year-old?
1: Yeah, it's funny. I don't know. like to remember the Now That What I Call Music uh, <laughs> series that they ended up with about 80 or 90 different ones. That would have happened. And obviously it was back in the day of cassette players and boomboxes. Yeah. And it's funny. I remember there was sort of in... in Second year, like this is one of the weird experiences of being in boarding school. you know, waking up surrounded by by all these other guys, but one of the lads had it was a deep purple uh, smoke on the water, yeah. which I thought was called soap on the water uh, for for years. Yeah. Um, but that was just you know, the bell would yeah. ring at half seven, and Bang-goes. I'm not sure it's George Young or whatever yeah. would put on smoke on the yeah. water, and then I don't know this later on. Um, Naina 99 Red Balloons, MTUSA. Yeah, yeah, that's right. There's the German version, first of all. MTUSA, I think, had just started around that time, which actually brought everyone together in the higher line uh, sort of TV room, watching those videos from ZZ Top. So music is definitely something. There's a lot of songs that I would still hear now on the radio and would have heard for the last decade or two and they would just sort of take me back back to being in the fourth-year dorm. And you're you're
0: gathers regularly, you keep in touch to have reunions. I know you keep in uh, phone contact, you know, WhatsApp groups, I'm sure, in that.
1: Yeah, um, I I missed the last
0: 30-year reunion. Um, And you weren't caught, Martian, no? No, not as far as I know. Uh, (laughs) In absence, yeah.
1: I was about to catch a plane to Australia the next morning, so...
0: You did live in Australia,
1: did you? Yeah, uh, yeah. How was that? 14 months or so. It was great. It was a fabulous thing to do, actually. What was it? In Brisbane, as oh. uh, so when I was just chatting to my wife over the weekend, like it was an interesting way to live life because we have probably more memories of that fourteen months than I do of say the seven years in Ireland either side of it. Wow. It's part of the problem with with day-to-day life you just get yeah. into a rhythm uh, and not a lot happens uh, and then that rhythm just goes on week after week month after yeah. month year after year and you go what have I done in the yeah. last decade where I, I just took a year's leave of absence uh, uprooted the family which they were all a bit disgruntled by but it was great I think we all really enjoyed it mm. I'd highly recommend that sort of sabbatical idea to anyone who's yeah. contemplating it
0: and there were spaces to try it then Australia,
1: yeah, Australia w- was super. Yeah, it was a, yeah. it was great. I suppose a big country, to so many uh, diverse yeah, parts. Except of for it to all explore. the deadly
0: black widow spiders, the rest of it I can keep. <laughs> the, the spiders
1: and snakes and so yeah. on. Yeah, uh, yeah. I
0: did outback riding for a few days up in the mountain in Victoria, and some of the things they said: uh, if you go out of the tent at night, you might meet. Will put you off. Yeah. Other than that, in daylight, it's lovely. Yeah, I think some most they have different. some creatures that would kill you, stone dead. Something like
1: seven of the top <laughs> world's top ten poisonous snakes are in Australia. <laughs> Correct, it yeah. is something like the same for spiders and so <laughs> yeah. on. So they do seem to uh, attract a lot of nasties. Yeah,
0: it was a great country. Yeah,
1: yeah. Now it was fabulous to, 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 live and work there yeah. uh, and immerse yourself in their culture. And for overall,
0: a while. overall, Bobby, your time in Clongos is no, there's no negatives. I mean, this is not a Disneyland version, as I say. Is there any issues, things that you remember that you say, well, I could have done without that? Or is it all, if you're to sum it up, is it all kind of positive? For me, to be honest with you,
1: Rossa. yeah, I think it really was all positive. I don't look back with any, you know, any big regrets. As I said, there was definitely, our regret probably was more for some other people. As I said, some people got a hard time and that hard time went on too long. Mm. and often over trivial nonsense. Yeah. Uh, you know, someone does or says something in, in first year or second year and they're never allowed to forget it.
0: Uh, and it becomes uh, a nickname or something. Yeah,
1: on it. and it just gets under the skin and they, maybe they sh- they learn to smile and just shrug yeah. it off, but yeah. but it, it, it does hurt. Yeah. I wasn't a particularly big slagger, but, yeah. you know, uh, I would have liked maybe if more of us had stood up at the time and sort of say, okay, enough is enough now, let's yeah. move on, you know. That's that's the only...
0: Was it big for the outdoors there or not?
1: Yeah, I would have always played, uh, you know, a little bit of soccer. I arrived into it was never having played rugby. Did yeah. sort of have a go at it in, in second year, third year, okay. struggled. Gave up in fourth year, then decided in fifth year. I uh, was bored in fourth year, so I, I I said, I have to give this a go again. Yeah. And, and actually managed to carve a niche for myself yeah. playing hooker, which yeah. is odd. You know, Some sort of my physique wouldn't yeah. be considered for hooker now, yeah. but there were so few of us playing it. I, I, I ended up having a few runs out on, on the senior team, uh, albeit in the preparatory matches, yeah. you know, in the in the friendlies, when the real hooker was off <laughs> playing for Leinster, I would get Yeah, so, so played, But it was fabulous, you know, yeah. and it was such a... Um, yeah. We all know the status to which rugby uh, yeah. was attached or, or, or attained then and I guess continues to do, to be honest yeah, with you. Yeah,
0: I suppose you got some of that. So we, 78, won the cup yeah, for the first the time cup. 52 years of Shield. And then it became a thing in 88, 98. But I often feel that rugby became a bit OTT for a while. Uh, rugby was part of our day. We just happened to win the cup. Never okay. thought it would happen, but it didn't didn't make us, we thought. You know what I mean? Yeah. And sometimes you felt it maybe rugby was getting too much and you felt for people who didn't play it, that yeah. the school was still the school. You yeah. Know, yeah. It but could be exclusion.
1: Yeah, I think it that's definitely a struggle for lots of schools where they do invest a lot of time, energy and effort in sport that Mm. there's a you know there's a status given to that particular sport and the kids who happen to be good at that particular sport that is a little bit disproportionate it's probably fabulous for them on the short term but you would wonder you know it's probably important that those lads are kept grounded because you know that that there's a big bad world out there where you're not going to be uh, treated as some sort of hero yeah yeah, and it's a wonderful part of it and I think it's fabulous for the school to you know a, a set high standards for yeah. itself and for its students in in areas of sport. It's a for me certainly it was a wonderful escape from from studying. You know yeah. I, I, I obviously studied reasonably hard, uh, but it was great to have sport because your your week was completely filled. You know, you were either, I was a
0: soccer man and running man. I used to run that coffee and play soccer. So rugby. I was there, thereabouts, but I didn't. I never played before. I went there in Rudiment. So I had to learn, and yeah. I was never going to change the world. But soccer was my thing, as I say. Yeah. And we barely had a team, but it got better as the years went on, yeah. Yeah,
1: and soccer was a big part of our, you know, my memory of the place as well. Uh, On Sundays, there was always a soccer match. And that doesn't seem to actually happen so much anymore, talking to my lads who've been there. uh, And debating,
0: did you do debating?
1: I did a small bit of debating, um, wasn't particularly good at it, was absolutely... I remember being (laughs) almost traumatised by some of the hat debates. Remember those where you'd sort of pull out a topic and you got no preparation, you're called up... I can't. I cannot do that. Yeah. I can't talk off the top of my head uh, in a spontaneous. So, so bad. So well, oh. I suppose I know what we're going to talk about here. <laughs> I suppose, Loss. this yeah. is you know vanilla sort of think this through in advance. But if you yeah. ask me to talk about some random topic, you know, and make a case for something, uh, you know, certainly back then I, I would just freeze and I just mm. couldn't do it.
0: When you look at your kids, then the place is still the same. The values they've taken from it. I
1: think so. You know, again, there's that, there's that strength of friendship that they seem to have taken from it. I love the fact that, they're, again, they're kept busy. I worry that so many kids, and we've got mobile phones sitting in front of us, <laughs> you know, so many kids are staring at screens yes, all the time and I, I don't see that as positive. Whereas the the lads and clongos tend to be out and about and doing things, so there's things to do. They seem well, to. If pop you go into. down
0: there at all, Bobby, there's no service in those big. Stone yes, exactly. Walls. No, that's <laughs> so true. You can't uh, rely. On your uh, and long may it
1: last. To yes, be honest, long may it last. Yeah, because yeah. um, they seem to spend time just doing things and just chatting with one another yeah. and, and it's back connecting. To think
0: interaction. You have to be have your head up and communicate because you yeah. can't be just glued to.
1: Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I think then they leave the place with that confidence that comes with yeah. that of, as we talked about earlier, learning to negotiate ways around people you don't necessarily immediately click with or, or yeah. like particularly, yeah. but equally uh, able to engage and connect with those whom you, you know, you do have a connection with yeah. confidently and easily, or more easily than would have been the case without it, you know.
0: Yeah, and I was asked you to paint a portrait of Clongos in closing. How would you sum it up then, if somebody asked you?
1: I suppose you know. It, uh, it's a place that's challenging, but, uh, you know, is a, is a stunning opportunity. And, and there are special years, those adolescent years, no matter what you do mm. with them. But it's a place that will remain part of of you and, I guess, your thinking, whether or not you wanted to. For and are you seeing after.
0: that as the Bobby Smith, the Congonian, or Bobby Smith, the doctor? Mm. Is it a bit of hindsight vision you appreciate more now, or is it the instinct you you remember you had?
1: It's probably more hindsight. Yeah. Um, my appreciation for it has probably grown over the years. Yeah,
0: Bobby Smith, thank you for joining me on Portraits of Longos.